Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Friday, September 2nd at 3 p.m. in London. As summer draws to a close, there is quite a bit that investors are coming back to. Here's a state of play of our global economic story and where cross-asset valuations sit today. The global economy faces challenges, but these challenges differ by region. The U.S. economy is seeing elevated inflation and still strong growth, as evidenced by today's report that the U.S. economy added another 315,000 new jobs last month. That makes it likely that the Federal Reserve will have to err on the side of raising rates more to bring inflation down, which would further invert the U.S. yield curve and, in our view, support the U.S. dollar. Europe also has high inflation, but of a different kind. Europe's inflation isn't nearly as pronounced in so-called core elements, and it isn't showing up in wages. Instead, Europe is in the midst of a major energy crunch that, in our base case, will push the economy into a mild recession. Markets expect that the European Central Bank will raise rates significantly more than the U.S. Federal Reserve over the next 12 months, but given our risk to growth, we disagree, a reason we forecast a weaker euro. The economic situation in the U.K. is also very challenged, leaving us cautious on gilts and the U.K. pound. China and Japan are very different, and core inflation in both countries is less than 1%. China continues to face dual uncertainties from a weakening property market and zero-COVID policy, factors that lead us to think it is still a bit too soon to buy China's equity market, despite large losses this year that have driven much better valuations. We remain more optimistic on Japanese equities on a currency hedge basis, given that it remains one of the few developed market economies where the central bank is not yet tightening policy. To take a closer look at those global equity markets, we enter September with the U.S. S&P 500 stock index trading at about 17 times earnings. That's down from over 20 times earnings at the start of the year, but it's still above average. U.S. small cap valuations at about 11 times earnings are less extreme. Stocks in Europe, Australia, Japan, China, and emerging markets all trade at about 11 to 12 times forward earnings at the index level. Of all of these markets, our forecasts imply the highest returns on a currency hedge basis in Japan. In bonds, it's important to appreciate that yields remain much higher than they were a year ago. As we discussed last week, investors can now earn about 3.3% on six-month U.S. government treasury bills. U.S. investment-grade bonds yield almost 5%, and U.S. high yield yields over 8.5%. In Europe, yields on European investment-grade credit and Italian 10-year bonds are pretty similar, a spread at which we think European investment-grade bonds are more attractive. Markets have been moving over the summer. We hope our listeners have managed some time to rest and recharge, and that this discussion has given some helpful context to where the different stories and valuations in the market currently sit. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Thoughts of the Market on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 